You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Those are the noises that I'm uh, I'm trying to translate in just gibberish on how things are going right now. It wasn't like a, a bad... No, things are not bad at all. Things are exciting. Things are just going crazy. Like I said, uh, you may have known, I'm running a streaming television network pretty much by myself uh, with the help of like Mike Moore, my developer, all the hosts and, you know, people that we film with and yeah. But then, you know, I'm wearing that hat. Then I said, you know, I'm going to do a YouTube show and start a, you know, get a YouTube channel. Now we got like 35,000, 35,000, I wish 3,500 subscribers. And, you know, I'm doing this like Constantly filming my life, all the behind the scenes stuff of a side TV. So there's that hat to wear. I'm still trying to finish the album that Dave left me. There's that hat. I'm releasing two books in the next couple months. Yeah. So there's that hat. I'm a dad, of course. That's the permanent hat. I'm a cat owner of 16 years now, going on 100. There's that hat. Got to water these plants. Oh, I just, oh actually, I just did. So I can take that hat off. This is why I'm single. There's no time. There's no time for anything. And then on top of all of that, on top of all those hats that I have firmly planted upon my head, I go, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put together a Comic-Con event. The Super Ultra Megacon. Right here at the Colorado Springs Event Center, June 18th and 19th. What the ever-loving F was I thinking? And it's just all-consuming, man. It's all-consuming. I'm pleasantly and brilliantly overwhelmed. It's the... It's a beautiful, productive stress. Oh, man... It's not just another hat. It's a freaking sombrero. It's huge. Oh, and I got a podcast to do too, don't I? That's what you're here for. All right. I'm just going to do that for an hour. What do you think? Uh, you know what? I, I really don't have anything planned. I have no notes. I have no mail to answer. I have nothing for this podcast. But I'm just going to bug the crap out of people. 
I am. I'm going to make phone calls. I did mention that I, uh, I have two books coming out. The first book that'll come out is Go There, Eat That, Road Stories and Recommendations, uh, written by me, all about my years and years on the road filming Go There, Eat That, which is a television show on a TV. If you don't have a TV right now, get it. It's on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and at ASYTV.com. ASYTV.com. It's only five bucks a month, 17 cents a day. You got that in your pocket. Damn it. Get the freaking network already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I say that on this podcast, I uh, I noticed we get some subscriptions. So it's your turn. It's your turn to subscribe to ASYTV. Of course, I can't um, just write a book and then, boom, it's available on Amazon. There's a lot of uh, middle ground that needs to be covered. I had a publisher before, and uh, it just, let me say, didn't work out. Not the most uh, pleasant experience I ever had with the Billy Fred Whopper Goggles book with my son and I wrote a couple years ago. Uh, there was supposed to be a follow-up to that, and uh, another book that we wrote never happened. There was supposed to be in all these different stores and available on all these different shopping platforms. Never happened. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're in, they're in the dust. Uh, nice people. I'll consider them acquaintances <laughs> at the very least. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have time for people to bullshit me, okay? I just don't have that kind of time anymore. I don't, I, I can't stand disrespect and not doing what you say you're going to do is a form of disrespect in my book. So uh, double middle fingers to those who uh, waste my damn time and get my hopes up just to let me down. So we've, uh, you know, left them and we, I have a friend named Ann Keat who was actually in, at my place yesterday. We're talking about filming a, a movie. I'll talk about that later, I guess. Uh, it's about Indian culture. It's about the the character of Apu on The Simpsons. We may be going to India for this. We may be. It's going to be a thing, okay? And let me put it that way. It's going to be a thing. I'm making a lot of weird noises on this episode. I don't care. What are you going to do about it? Turn me off. Go ahead. Turn me off. Then you'll miss me, and then you'll come back, and then you'll turn me on. Oh yeah. Anyways, uh, and Keat wrote a couple books. I asked him who published his books because they did a very good job. A gentleman named Brandon T. Mays, fellow Brandon, I dig that, uh, got back with me and we've, uh, you know, we struck our own little deal and uh, we're going to go with him and see how that goes. And hopefully, uh, already it seems like a better process, an easier process, quicker, uh, more inexpensive process. So all of that is good, very, very good. And I'm very, very excited about that. You may think, Brandon had his coffee today, didn't you? I did. I had to go to Starbucks because I ran out of my Keurig cups for my Green Mountain Caramel Vanilla Cream, which has no sugar, no carbs, no sodium, just really good coffee. And I ran out. I mentioned it to my mom that I ran out. So what does my mom do? She's a very good mom. My mom spoils the crap out of me. Even at 48 years old, she still spoils the crap out of me, and I love her. We talk every single day. If you don't have the kind of relationship that my mom and I have, then uh, you need to go get the kind of relationship that me and my mom have. It's wonderful. Uh, not just a mom, definitely a best friend. And she ordered me a big box of like 72 cups of these things. 
So at least I know how I'm going to die. That's good. Uh, but it'll save me money having to go to Starbucks. And I'm still on the carnivore diet, so I can have zero carbs and zero sugar. And uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, I want to talk to Brandon uh, T. It's always weird for me to say my own name. But Brandon T. Mays, M-A-Y-E-S. He's with Lit Genius, L-I-T Genius. Uh, look him up if you got a book to publish. And uh, I want to know about the process of this. I want to know how he got into this stuff. There's not enough cool nerds anymore. I mean, there is. There's a lot of them out there, but not on this guy's level. Hang on. So, Brandon. Yes, yes. I'm. This is Brandon. This is Brandon. Nice to meet you, Brandon. Nice to finally, uh, I think I've heard your voice before, but it's uh, nice to hear it again. There's there's not enough yeah. Brandons in this world, I think. I think we need to uh, organize and take over and beat the hell out of anybody who wears a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. I know, man. Like Brandons unite. Right? Right. I, 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 yeah. If the, if, the mor- if the morons can rush the capital and get organized in that manner, I think the Brandons can. We're, we're smart people. Exactly. I haven't met a dumb Brandon yet. So Isn't that true? That's a good thing. It's true. I, I think that every Brandon I met is like doing well for themselves. <laughs> well, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm happy to work with a fellow Brandon and getting these new books out, man. Um I, 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 my son and I have, have rewrote a book called Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, and it we released uh-huh. we released it through a different company, and I got to know the owner of that company pretty well. But you know, with all due respect to uh, him and that company, they didn't do anything they promised. I hate people promising me things that uh, they don't even attempt or get close to living up to. It drives me absolutely crazy. And uh, so that book is still out there. It's available. Billy Fred Whopper Goggles available on Amazon. You know, you can get it. It's a fun book. It's a fun read. Uh, But it just didn't sell because, I mean, we sold a ton of copies at, you know, conventions and book fairs and things like that and little expo Mm -hmm. events. But, man, you know, if you're going to tell me straight up, oh, you're going to be in Books a Zillion or Books a Million, you're going to be in uh, Barnes & Noble, you're going to be in Target, you're going to be in Walmart, you're going to be this, we guarantee it, blah, 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 blah. And then nothing happens. It tends to piss you off a little bit. So we left them. Uh, my buddy and Keith, uh, who was actually uh, at my place here yesterday, uh, we're going to be doing nice. a, we're going to be doing a movie off of the book that he did. I love you, Apu, which is about the Simpsons character and uh, just the whole Indian culture, so to speak. And we're going to we, we might even end up in India. I'm going to talk about that. I love that book. Isn't it great? And isn't he great? Yes, He's yes. awesome. Well, he introduced me he to is. you because you got his book going. He introduced yes. me to you, and here we are. I wrote a book called Go There, Eat That, Roads, uh, Road, what, what the hell's my book called? <laughs> Road <laughs> Stories and Recommendations, yes. Yes. And that one's going to be flying out, and then we got another book. But let's talk about uh, Go There, Eat That real quick. Oh, Go There, Eat That is going to be fantastic. And I had never watched the show prior to reading the book. So I... I've been enjoying it and like through like your words and how you speak and everything else like that. You bring people to the restaurants you've been going to. I want to travel the world now because of you. And then I've been going online because like, you know, they eat that is on YouTube and my ASY, right? 
Yeah, it's then, on the side TV, but we put some of the older episodes on YouTube, some of the more important ones. We're getting ready to do a new season, so it's always good to have some stuff definitely. out there. Yes. So just watching those and going through the book, I absolutely love it. I love getting to know you through that, too, because there's a lot of you in the book. And going through and editing has been a process because I don't want to take anything away from you being Brandon Bishop. And I think that's the most important thing and part of the book. Well, on a scale from on a scale uh from one to 10, on a scale from one to 10, how illiterate am I? (laughs) Um, No, you're actually pretty good. I haven't had to fix too many things, but it's, I would say you're a solid seven. Okay. You're good. <laughs> I'll take yeah. Since most of the country is like a four and a half, I'll take that as a compliment. Um, exactly. But you haven't dug mm-hmm. into the next book yet, uh, which is Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow, which is just I the greatest title about of that one too. Yeah, that one's a really word heavy. It's like I don't know, just a lot of words. So I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's not rough on your brain uh, when you're putting that one together. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm excited about that one. But I'm making sure that Go to Eat That is beautiful. But there's a lot of pictures, so it's picture heavy. And I want to make sure that everything is good to go. But, and it's going to be fun like, just seeing people watch, watch it and go watch the book, like, read the book. It's going to be fun. What... Uh... Well, first of all, I mean, that that book is basically about f- what, four or five, six years of traveling around the country, eating things, getting fat, uh, learning people's stories and just meeting the amazing restaurant uh, owners and managers and, you know, from the dishwasher to upper management. Uh, we've, we've met so many awesome people, just incredible people. And I just figured one day I was like, you know what? I mean, it's not enough just to put them on camera. Let's like immortalize these people in books and Things like that. And there's a lot of personal things in there as well, as I'm sure you've read. But I appreciate Yes, and I love it. I appreciate your take on that. Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow is another one my son and I wrote together. It's just a farmyard, like barnyard detective whodunit type of kids book. And it's a, I think it's a lot of fun. It, it's also a very deep. I think it teaches a lot of lessons that uh, – are really hidden in there, but you'll still catch the grip of, and it's, uh, it's just, I think it's a lot of fun with, uh, a lot of thinking involved with it as well, but enough about me. When did you get into, uh, taking, you know, people like me, who's just sending you chicken scratch and, and a bunch of, you know, bad, bad grammar and turning it into wonderful, beautiful books. When did you get into that? And, uh, how much of a passion is it for you? Or is it just like a day job? Oh, I absolutely love it. I was a an elementary school teacher for ten years. Oh wow! And my every year, I was always talking to my students and having a long conversation about what do they want to do when they grow up, or are they going to dream, like as far as being. And <clears throat> and after this last tenth year, I was talking to my with my students, and then they asked me the question. So. What did you want to be when you were growing up? And and had happened a couple of years ago before that, and I would always say I wanted to be a teacher. And hey, look, here I am, right? But this last year, like something struck me, 
And then I... It wasn't one of the kids, was it? Like, no. Okay, good. But it was... I I told them that I wanted to be an author. And then one of the kids, like, you can respect 10-year-olds with their honesty. Like, they asked me, well, if you wanted to be an author, why aren't you? Right. And I didn't have anything to say, right? Because I was basically like empty words in. I wasn't practicing what I preached. So what I did was I went and researched and did everything I could do. I reached out to some some authors that I found online. I grew up reading this book called Maniac McGee, written by Jerry Spinelli. And I reached out to him and asked him, like, what was his motivation for creating stories? Because he's been writing for 20, 25 years. And he told me, just look around you, right? And so I, I wrote a book like, about my family. And it's called Joanne and Jane, Who Made This Mess? And I did everything myself. I wrote it, but I planned it out did all the research, like, figured out if I wanted to, like, traditionally publish it or if I wanted to self-publish it or if I wanted to do something else. Like, so I chose that something else, and I, like, created my company, Lit Genius Publishing. So I then used my publishing company to publish my own book. Do it and your then, damn self, right? Yep. See, so that's, that's I, the same I, I thing. I don't myself. mean to cut you off, but that's the same thing I did with Aside TV. Oh, you don't want me to be a host of any shows? You don't want me to be in the entertainment business? Guess what? I'm going to make my own damn entertainment business. So I love that, and that's awesome. Yes, most definitely. And since I did that with myself, I was like, there's no reason why I can't make other people's dreams come true as well. So I've, I've been doing that ever since. Where we've published... 15 books so far and this is since 2018 when my first book came out well the one thing so, that I, the one thing that i've learned the, yeah that's awesome the one thing that i've learned from being a published author now uh you know we did it the old school way with the first book but we're basically i mean self-publishing through you at this point um the one thing that i have learned is once you put a book out there everyone you know wants to write a book Yes. So how lit genius, uh, give me the, give me the rundown. Give me the, how exactly can the person who's listening to this right now, who has a book in mind, who's writing it, maybe has it all over, all the way done. What do they do to get a hold of Brandon Mays at lit genius? Do they go to the website? Is there an email? Is there a phone number? How, how do they get in touch with you? And you will get calls. I guarantee it. All right. Well, that's fantastic. All people are welcome because uh, the genius, my, everyone's a writer. I was a writing teacher for 10 years, and I know that everyone can do it. I know that everyone has a story. Now, I work with everyone from beginning concepts all the way through finished, finished manuscripts. So no matter what part of the process you are, if you are deciding that you want to write a book, you can always contact me. My email is brandon at litgeniusbooks.com or you can just go to litgeniusbooks.com and search us up there. And we're also on Facebook with Lit Genius Books too. 
And that's so Lit Genius. L I T G E N. L I T, yeah. Go ahead. G E N I U S. Yes. Short for Literary Genius. Perfect. So here's here's uh, some fun questions for you. Uh, do you ever yeah. do you ever <laughs> and you don't have to say any names, please don't. Uh, but do you ever read a book and you go, oh come on, <laughs> and and don't say if it's mine, okay? Please don't. I'd, I'd, <laughs> that would ruin my life. Uh, but you ever? I mean, I've had people say, hey, will you read this you know movie script for me? Or we you know here's an idea for a TV show, and I just look at it and I go. You know what? This this is never going to happen. <laughs> like this is just terrible. And like, oh, why? Why do I have to tell you it's terrible? I hate this. Uh, do you ever you yeah. ever just come across a like you said a manuscript or a book or even just an idea, and you're just like, you might want to try again. It it has happened, and that is always a, a hard conversation. Not that it's not possible, but but. Uh, we're willing to work with you. That's why I say like we work with people at all parts of the process. So even if you have a work that is currently in progress and then we need to rework it, we can rework it with you. So we have the tools, we have the resources to help you to design your book and craft your book the way that you need to. So we have the connections that you need to make. Like we, we can do it all for you. That's good. Uh, One of my favorite movies is uh, from the eighties. Is Funny Farm with Chevy Chase? Yeah, I love Chevy Chase. Do you remember the part of Funny Farm where he's all excited to give his manuscript to to his wife to read? Like, like does he has like a lit fire in a hotel room and this romantic scene? And the big gift was his completed manuscript, and he hands it to her, and he makes her read it like that night. You know, the perfectly wrong time to do it. And then she just looks mm-hmm. at it and she starts crying because it's so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love I that part. Definitely can't have people read it for the first time in front of you. And that's horrible. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, what, okay, what are some of the books that you said you got like 15 titles out there, soon to be 17? Uh, I, know, I know two more that are coming out. Um, yes. With my name on them. <laughs> uh, no, what, what are some of the the books that you did put push through the system that aren't you know your own or, or mine, but uh, that are, that are you're just big fans of that you would like to get a couple copies sold? Yeah. All right. So actually, this last week we published our 14th book. It's called Grounding London. Is by Kenyatta Trochelle and is right there on Amazon. It's a children's book. It is fantastic. Um, I have just published my second book called Penguins Don't Live in the Fridge by Brandon T. Mays. It's available on Amazon, too. And Well, that's fiction right there because we all know they do. Yeah. And this penguin is cool. He, he makes people's lunch, and I want that penguin. <laughs> and... Well, we have in Keith's books, like he wrote a middle grade children's book, like called I Love Your Food. That is a, an amazing book. And just like what you're talking about with your, with N. Keaton, like that you're going to do his documentary over his book, I Love You Apu. And that is an amazing read right there. Like, I love that book. 
Absolutely. Well, I want all of these authors and all of these books at the uh, Super Ultra Megacon coming up June 18th, 19th here in Colorado Springs. If you can make it, you're welcome to. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I want a whole author section of, in this event. I think it would be a, a fantastic addition. And anybody who uh, comes out can just get take their choice of book home with them. Get in, you know, get us an autograph from the author right there. I know my kid, hopefully, well, do you think our books will be done by then, June 18th, 19th? Oh, yeah, we'll get them done by then. Okay, cool. So we'll have, you know, our books there, our old book there, your books, everybody's books, everyone's got a book book. And, like, again, if you're listening to Brandon Mays here with Lit Genius, uh, you can have a book. It's simple as that. It's not like it used to be where you'd have to go to a publishing company and beg them for money to do this book. Here's a check for 15000 and then, you know, you write your book, and then they do all the work for you and release it in the stores. I mean, you could still go that route, but uh, if you just if you have a passion for writing and you just want your book out there, you can get it for sale on Amazon, which I believe, like, all of these books will be for sale and are currently for sale, right? Yes, yes. Call it genius. Call Brandon... Brandon T. Mays. The T the right. really makes you sound distinguished. That's right. That's what I had to think about it. I had to make sure that I was Google searchable. <laughs> but, and I like the way it looks on my books. So. Well, you could be like, hey, go talk to Brandon Mays or Brandon T. Mays at Lit Genius. You're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. That does, especially with that voice. I love oh, yeah, it. I'll give you my radio voice for that. Brandon T. Mays, make all your publishing dreams come true at litgenius.com. There it is right there. You're going to have to do my answer machine. We're going to do this. <laughs> Brandon T. Mays is not available at the moment, but you can leave a message. Please leave all your details, phone number, email, and everything like that. Will you have a book idea? We'll leave your book idea right here. We'll consider it. If you get a call back, great. If you don't, your book sucked. Ha-ha. Anyway. Uh, uh, I love it. <laughs> well, cool, man. Hey, thank you for taking this call, man. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to get Go There, Eat That, Road Stories and Recommendations, as well as Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow released. I want your lit genius tag on the back of it, and uh, it's going to yes, be a, yes. a hell of a good time, man. I, 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 and you know what? Here's to another 50 books from you and me and, and Keith and everybody else that you work with. Uh, let's make let's blow this company up, man. Let's blow all these books up, and uh, you know, I, I, I dare I say I've made a new friend, and the fact that you're a fellow Brandon makes it even better. That's right, Brandon's unite. We awesome. got this, man. Let's do this. Awesome, brother. I'll talk to you soon, man. Let me know what else you need from me, and uh, I can't wait to hold it in my hand. That's the best part, isn't it? Yes, I want to see a video of you opening and seeing it, but that's going to be a promise that you want to keep for me, all right? I will make a big damn deal about it, trust me. All right, man. Well, great talking to you. I love seeing what you do. Keep doing your good work, and I'll, I'll keep pushing out those books for you, all right? Back at you, my friend. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. So very cool. That guy is cool. He's not a cool nerd. He's just cool. I want these books in my hand. <laughs> I just want to look at it. I want to go through them and be like, look, I did this. That is a feeling. Like, like we said, it's, it's a feeling like no other. And I'll definitely be like on the Aside TV Life or whatever YouTube show that we got going on. 
I'll definitely be filming the moment I open that son of a bitch up and uh, put it in my hands because that is such a special moment with uh, the Billy Fred Whopper Whopper Goggles book that my son and I wrote a couple years ago, which is available now on Amazon. Go buy it, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. It's a book. It's on Amazon. It's like $13. If you got a kid between 7 and 15, they're going to love it. It doesn't matter. It it talks to the kids like they want to be talked to. And this, uh, like... I went to Pensacola to actually film some stuff with the publisher that I was talking about. And I, uh, they handed me the, you know, not for resale copy. And I was just looking at it like, Oh man, I almost cried. I almost did. It was just like, Oh, I've always wanted to see my name on a book that I wrote. It's just, and now I'm looking at a stack of them right next to my desk here. It's like, there's a hundred of them, but it's still so cool. Uh, and I can't wait for the go there, eat that roadside recommend roadside stories and recommendations. Uh, go there, eat that. Roadside stories and recommendations. I have to get that right if we're going to promote this damn thing. I can't wait to open the package and there it is, you know, and have a stack of them for sale at the Comic-Con, whatever. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and then the other book is Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow. Yeah, it's called Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow. I should have called it The Adventures of Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow. It's a little long, though. It's a great book. It's a it's just a fun book. I, I just can't wait to hold them in my hand and, you know, for my kid and I to have something together again. He's a teenager now. He's not the cute little kid that I, you know, wrote the first book with. He's a, he's a independent teenager and I'm not cool dad anymore. I'm lame dad. And it's, uh, you know, it's driven a little wedge between us and I kind of hate it, but hopefully, you know, just we did this together book thing, you know, it's, Last time, I think it really brought us together. It, I loved seeing him at uh, different expo events and conventions and things, selling the book and interacting with people and making sales. It was really great. I think it was really good for him, too, and I think he needs more of that in his teenage life. And uh, here it comes. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I want to bug more people now. Who can I bug? I got like a whole phone full of people here. Let me look. You know, I've got, uh, man, I got so many things coming up with this guy. And he said, yeah, call me, but in a couple minutes. Was that a couple minutes ago? <laughs> I know you're like, what are you doing, Brandon? We're here to listen to you like talk and stuff, not just. Oh, no, it hasn't. It's only been 15 minutes. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to my buddy Vinny. He's actually the guy who does the intro to this show, the the funkiness. Uh, Funk, Funk Master V. Oh, wait, what is it? Is it Funk Master V? Anyway, he's awesome. He's the guy with uh, Wrestling with Ghost. He's the guy who wrote and stars in The Hike and uh, WJHC. I want to talk about all of that stuff. And I also want to talk about him. They're going to come out here to the uh, Super Ultra Megacon. They're going to be in attendance. Uh, it's always good to see them. I've only seen them a few times in person in my life, but we've been working together for years. Also, I'm writing another movie, which will feature Stephen Piercy. Uh, it's a crazy concept and I want him in it too. Cause I think it'd be perfect. Ah, uh, man. Um, and there's so much stuff, uh, evil tacos, uh, just, he's got so much stuff going on. I want to talk about, uh, so I'm going to give Vinny a call in a little bit. Let's talk about this, uh, carnivore diet that I've been on. I know I've been getting a lot of questions about it, so I'll just try to answer all your questions now. Uh, the, the main comment that I get is how are you not dying? Uh, well, I'm doing the opposite of dying, to be honest with you. I eat, for the last two and a half weeks, I've eaten only meat. 
and animal products, cheese and butter, uh, no milk, nothing, here, basically zero carbs, okay? And nothing processed whatsoever. I know meat gets cut up and processed. You know what I mean, though, the, the processed meats and none of that stuff. Um, no, no pasta, no rice, no potatoes. I know all those things that I just crave all the time and love. No freaking tacos. I'm known for eating tacos, and I've rid myself of anything with a flour or corn shell. No breakfast burritos, nothing. Just meat, eggs, cheese, butter, and the only plant thing like thing that I even consume is coffee. And, uh, you know, coffee has zero carbs and zero sugar. So it's not a sustainable diet. I don't think it is. I've had no problems for the last almost three weeks. None at all. And I went from 255 pounds to 235 pounds. Now, I've lost 20 pounds on diets, you know, doing just fruit and vegetables. I've done uh, just, uh, you know, crazy diets uh, that have been really restrictive and really hard but I've never done it this successfully, this quickly, and without, a, I mean, everybody has cravings, of course. I would love to eat a whole freaking, you know, pecan pie right now. Just put the whole thing in my face. I would love to have a baked potato to smother it in sour. I better shut the hell up. I better. But I've really had no cravings. I'm not hungry at all. I'm also doing the intermittent fasting at the same time, which is recommended when doing a carnivore diet. Uh <laughs> Vinny just sent me a picture of all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to talk about this movie, WJHCAM. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, it's been good. Now, I've mentioned several times on this podcast, I've had ridiculously high blood pressure. I've had hypertension. I'm in a pre-diabetic state, which means like any minute I could have been, you know, Shoving needles in my stomach or whatever they do nowadays. Checking, poking my fingers. And I don't want to do that ever, ever. I don't want to do that ever. I was swelling up from just, you know, sodium and water retention and all the different things. I've been on high blood pressure medication. Guess what? I've only been on this damn thing for less than three weeks. And my blood pressure for the last five days straight has been perfect. Perfect. Oh, hey, he's going to call me. There he is. Welcome to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Vinny Vineyard. Holy crap. I'm using my radio voice. That's how much I love you. Did you trick me to get me on the radio? Totally did, man. I did not tell you, did I? I wanted phone sex. What in the hell is this? What is stopping you, man? This is like, you know, we got people. This is like a, a voyeurism type of thing. Well, let me get the let me get the trump of corn out. <laughs> I uh, have nothing on this podcast. This is a Seinfeld episode of my podcast. Um, I just want to bug the hell out of people, call them up, and uh, put them on the spot. And I, I'm starting to realize as I'm looking at all the notes I have everywhere and all the half, basically half-eaten bagels that are just laying around in, in form of just papers and things that are half done and half written and just getting started. And a lot of those things have your name on it. Oh, you're all over the place. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't write those there. Somebody else did. Well, it, it, yeah, I did because I want you on all of this stuff. I want you all over me. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to say um, it's been years. You've had wrestling with ghosts on a side TV, and hopefully more of that's coming soon. Love it. 
And yes. uh, you're a staple here. You're a pillar of the network, and I don't want to do it without people like you and your buddy Luke and you know everyone attached to it. Then uh, on Amazon right now, you have a movie called The Hike, which is good. Thank you. I will call it good. It's getting good reviews. Um, it's basically the clerks of a horror comedy in the woods. Does that make sense? I would say that's pretty close. It's a pretty strange movie. It's, uh, it's horror. It's comedy. It's a paranormal. It's a whodunit. It's mystery. It's based on, uh, real life stories from the Smoky Mountains. So yeah, there's a whole, it's a, it's a, and it's got the big and funky flavor. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting and a unique movie, I would say. And then because I'm so damn special in your life, you sent me a secret link to uh, the new movie that's coming out, WJHCAM, which is. Go ahead. That's you. That was your cue. Oh, oh! I thought you were going to give me a compliment. No, it's coming All after right. you explain it. It's, it's you got to build these things. Yeah, this is, uh, we're, we're excited about this one because it's got some good press. But this movie is a, and you've helped with this movie quite a bit too. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you realize that or not, but uh, you, uh, I've bounced some ideas off of you. In fact, one of the major tropes of it is we decided to do the Wizard of Oz thing when it's it's color and, and apart, and then it's black and white and apart, and it's a, it's a horror comedy, and it's probably more comedy than horror on this one and it's um it's about a smart ass uh dj in the south who's a yankee who's trying to get in the radio and the only job he can get is in southern gospel radio and um that's pretty much my life in my early 20s that's what was going on with me so this is an autobiographical type uh movie and then it just takes the idea what if what if it's like the Marvel thing? What if, what if all the doomsday preppers were right and Y2K was the end of the world and the Lord came back and all of the assholes that weren't on the uh, sheep team, they had to fight the uh, Benzians of the netherworld as everybody else got evaporated. So that's, <laughs> a smart ass, D, smart ass DJ having to defend a Southern Gospel radio station with a bunch of plucky knuckleheads from the station against the evils of the night. So that's basically, you know, and there's a moral to this story because all our all these movies have morals, but that we've been doing. But yeah, this is uh, this means a lot. This is it's silly. It's uh, it's funny. It's science fiction. It's uh, horror, uh, paranormal, maybe, I don't know, but... Well, here's the thing. It's uh, not for everybody, and here's where my compliments start. When you sent me I I don't even know if you sent it to me. I know you put out a little teaser, what, almost a year ago, it seems like. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, guys, this is going to be bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, you, know how, you know how when your friends, like, do something that's just, like, not good, but you're still their friends... I thought I was going to have to go into that mode. I really did. Because like, you sent me that it was in color at that point, And I was just like, ah, like I just, I just, ah, damn it. Oh, well, yeah, it looks really good, guys. You know, it's kind of one of those things. I'm just being honest with you. And um, <laughs> then, you know, the only thing I really pitched when I saw it, I went, God, that has to be in black and white. It's like just for some reason it seems like it should be. 
Uh, and I love what you did by starting off in color and ending it. I'm not going to ruin the movie, but it's uh, when I, you sent me a link. I was parked out in front in my van uh, in Stephen Piercy's driveway. He did say I could sleep in the house, but I love my van. So I'm out there. I, I put the van up in the little clip. And I'm just like going, I'm just going to have to watch this thing. And, you know, I'll give him some, you know, my advice, whatever. And I'm like, damn it, I'm going to waste the next hour and a half of my life or however long it is. Damn it. But I'm going to do this. But I'm going to, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm I'm building it. I'm building it. I'm like, damn it. But these guys, I love these guys. I swear to God, I love these guys. And the hike was good. So I, whatever. I'm just, I hit play. And, First, I saw the titles, which, you know, me and you argue about the titles all the time. <laughs> I just, right. there's something about professional looking titles instead of just like the, you know, public access looking shit. I, that I just, I think makes a movie. So that's, you know, first thing I saw I was like, oh no, like, God damn it. And then the movie started and I was glued to my phone like, I mean, glued to the son of a bitch. I needed to know what happened next. I, I have never, it, it's not, here's the thing. This isn't good for a movie that my friends made. This would be good for a movie that should go down as a cult classic. And I mean, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I've never done that. And I'm no, just, I, and, and I, I mean, we've never been in person and I don't smoke. So, but anyways, you know what I mean? I would never bullshit you on a compliment like this. I'm not just trying to put you over because I like you and, you know, Luke and everybody involved it has nothing to do with that. The subject matter, the, the sense of humor that not everyone's going to get is just so right. right on point with me as a person. Cause you and I have so much in common. Like it's, it's stupid. Like, how did we not know each other since we were crawling around shitting in our own diapers? Uh, it just seems like maybe we should have been, you know, it's, but I'm <laughs> grateful to have you guys in my life. And uh, I just watched it and I'm going, dude, Vinny is a freaking star. This guy gets it. He's uh, got it, man. No, no, no. You know, I know you're going to, yeah, you know, F you. Uh, <laughs> dude, the way you, the way the acting is done, not just you. But everybody in this one, the the sister Christian, the whatever uh, Tracy plays, whatever Nancy. character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even, I mean, Luke, I thought was a little too Tommy Chong in it, but it's whatever. It works. Uh, Travis. I mean, everybody that's on this movie and, and, and the people I don't even know, the, the, the religious people in the studios and all this stuff are just, I mean, they gave you everything. And then in, in turn, you amazing. gave and the funny thing is, is like, you don't look like you even tried to act. This is just Vinny, dude. This is like just who the hell you are telling stories and making people chuckle at you. And I am like literally not just a friend. I am a damn fan. And this is a movie that if people, I mean, we only get like a thousand people to listen to this podcast on all the platforms and shit. For some reason, that many people listen. I have no idea. I'd love to have those people subscribe to the freaking network. Uh, but um if everyone listening to this doesn't see WJHCAM by Big and Funky Productions when it finally comes out, either on Amazon or wherever the hell they can see it, I'm just going to call you stupid because you're missing out on uh, just a special little nugget. And here's the thing. Here's the bad part of this. You're not going to follow this, dude. <laughs> Your next movie's going to suck compared to this one. It has to. Well, that's the, in the, third, the third movie we're making is a total left turn um there's a lot of Vinny in the first two movies and this one's going to be 
very little and i'm i'm just i think this movie could be the best movie we've done so far and then i'm excited about our fourth movie coming up so um the the third one's not going to be a a comedy at all um which is going to be a challenge for me but um we've got a a, luke is just a mastermind of coming up with story ideas and, and this one's really good but i do want to Shout out to every, there's so many people helped. We had over a hundred actors in this movie. You know, the hike only had like 18 and really it was only four, uh, with just some really bit actors here and there, but this one had a hundred actors and everybody kicked butt. It, it would be hard to give an award to the best performance. Um, there's probably 30 people who you could give it to in this thing. It was unbelievable. The, the, and you're right. Like, uh, the, people giving it their all and, and, and believing in it. And, and to be honest with you, man, I'll be honest with you since you were honest with me. Uh, the reason it's taken us. So I, I took two months off. There's been a lot of stuff going on. My wife had a stroke and some stuff like that, but I took two months off in this movie because I thought it was going to be absolutely horrible. And, uh, I was worried. I was like, I don't know. All these people are going to be, wanting to see what happens and you know i'm just gonna go you know i'm just like well the hike was great and we're just gonna have to and when i started piecing it together um and started watching it i I just started laughing i was like god these are pretty good performances and uh yeah and there were it's weird how you know you were like you told me make the thing black and white and i think it really came into its own uh, it had a clerk's feel. It's, you know, it's a nostalgic thing. It's 1999. Um, you know, we had color back then folks for anybody who's young, but <laughs> there is like a clerk's, uh, kind of vibe. There hasn't been a lot of black and white movies. Even you said, instead of having a movie that you're struggling with color grading, just how about, Hey, let's make a really cool, uh, black and white movie. And I was like, Hey, it's a good idea. And, uh, cause that, those haven't come down to Pike very often. And, um, and it, it fits. It's it is uh, you know a lot of things changed around the year two thousand, especially two thousand and one. So it's almost you know it is almost like looking back. But you know, and the thing is about this movie, you know, you're not to get whatever you know. You're not necessarily a, a organized religion guy, Who, and me? I'm not either. Come on, huh? Who me? Come yeah. on, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. I you know you don't want to get too whatever with i worship the sun it's out there i can see it it gives me life <laughs> so me and you differ on on that i had some experiences where i believe in things respectfully uh, I, didn't come to, I, I didn't come to uh find god through a church really but but you at least acknowledged was, in this movie alone the absurdity of some practices yes. in religion and it's it's the whole movie's pretty much just poking, you know, fun at religion and, and every, and little things, little things that will irk the hell out of stupid people are all over this movie. I mean that it's like, and I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but I'll just say two words, black Jesus. That is just for me. I am. I bow to you for that because you know, okay, well I don't, you know, Jesus ain't black. Like, uh, dude, I, first of all, me, I don't even believe that there ever was a Jesus. And you, you're going to sit there and argue that he's a certain color. He was a freaking Arab, if anything. And it's like, you know, it's just, it's just so ups- perfect in my book. That That's the kind of humor that I like. 
and I, I don't, I'm not even gonna say like. I crave that kind of humor because these days, <laughs> these days, no one's giving us what we want. They're taking everything That's, from us. We have to, you know, get out the DVDs and CDs now to enjoy anything. Well, that's that's part of it, too. I mean, you know, having a black Jesus is something that I think whatever he looked like, he's going to look more like the, the person that portrayed him in the movie than than me. And first of all, secondly, that is it's kind of an angry thing. It's it's change and the whole movie is change your perception of of what's real and what's spiritual and, and get away from this crazy weird stuff that we grew up. I literally, literally this all, all this stuff was new to me, all this crazy Pentecostal stuff. And if you believe in that stuff out there, I'm not trying to be offensive to you and stuff, but it's, it is poking fun. And everything in this movie, Brandon, I don't even know if you know this, everything I saw, I witnessed. Now the comedy <laughs> Gage went up to 11 on some of this stuff. You know, I, I trumped it up for the movie. There was never a referee um, in a in a tongues uh, competition that looked like Mills Lane, which that guy <laughs> freaking killed it. Uh, That's the thing. All of those cameos, all of them yeah, were just so was, well done. He was so good. He was so freaking good. But anyway, um, but... You know, I have seen angry uh, people talking in tongues at each other, and it became like a competition. I'm sitting there going, what in the world? And Candy helped me write uh, from the first movie, the really hot chick with the dreadlocks from the first movie. She uh, helped write that scene, too. We, we were dying laughing. We were uh, coming home from filming a part of the hike or something, and, and uh, we were dying writing that scene. But, you know, it pokes fun at stuff, but it also pokes fun at, at everyone and I think there's a nice I was worried the movie would be too sacrilegious then I, I was worried it would be too Christian but really uh, from the test audiences we've had it's been a nice bowling ball down the middle and it's not really preachy I don't it, it is a horror comedy uh, but it is you know parts of it are part of my life and parts of how I feel about spirituality so as silly as it is and as there's boobs and boogers and butts and puke and Sheep uh, screwing and all sorts of stuff. Homosexuality. Uh, yeah, homosexuality. I mean, there's a whole bunch of drag queens again, furries again. <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know, it, it is part of that is is real tender and real uh, a real part of me on screen. So, um, but then again, you know, as soon as we got serious, we went silly again, and and I hope everybody. Uh, enjoys the ride and I, I do think if you have a sense of humor and we have you know this thing is about the south we've had people in the south watch it we've had a neutral uh theater watch it we, we had a drag queen stand up at the end we had a standing ovation at, at a, a premiere that me and luke weren't even in we were in hot springs arkansas filming something else and uh we had a drag queen stand up at the end of the movie standing ovation from half the crowd uh and and the person was like, this was fabulous, which is a, fabulous from a drag queen is a great word. And, and you know what? It's Half the of the word. people that stood up, they have that sense of humor that they need to understand it and get it and laugh at it. The other half, or if anybody walked out or ever does walk out. or oh, They you, all liked it. I just, it was just half standing over. You know, it's I, I understand. Yeah. Here's, the thing that I've, here's the thing I've always been extremely envious that you have. 
Because you and me are very similar. We spend most of our time in front of screens, clicking and cutting and yes. pasting and, you know, looking for music and stock footage and whatever the hell we're doing. That That's just our life. That's a good portion of our life. And the rest of it's in front of the camera or holding a camera. We're we're very much alike in that one. But you have a Luke. You have a Travis. You have a Candy. You have a Tracy. You have all these other people that you have this little team, this little big and funky team I have, I got my cat down here by my feet. She keeps me company and I, you know, I got hosts and stuff that are all scattered all over the country, but you've got this nucleus. That's just like you said, when you're driving home from a shoot and you're already working on the next movie, just laughing and coming up with spots, dude, I need that in my life. So damn bad. What's that? I'm checking. Move to Tennessee, man. This is... Uh, Well, I kind of will be at the end of this summer, and that's one of the things I want to talk to you about. And the thing is, I need it so bad that I'm actually stealing you. Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm just moving in, brother. I'm, you know, if you're going, if you're going to go for it, I'm going to just, you know, reach into the pot and grab whatever candy I can get. Uh, Not candy, candy, but, you know, candy. Uh, I wouldn't blame you you for that either. (laughs) I, I wrote a script years ago. And it was like just Cheech and Chong meets uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've always liked horror films. I've always liked bad, kind of not bad horror films, but just cheesy ones. And it's just, I wrote this Evil Tacos thing, totally different than it's going to be. But, you know, when you're a kid, you just write things like this. And I've had the concept forever. And then when I saw you guys, I I was like, oh, my God, that's, it kind of clicked one day, not too long ago. I was like, well, there's there's the main characters. I need to guys that are you know up in the hillbilly areas that are just they own a taco shop and they just kill people and turn them into tacos i know i'm giving away a lot but it's uh i just it clicked for me and i'm like oh please i hope they really want to do this because this is something i'll put a lot of time and money into if they want to do it and apparently you do so in in late july we're gonna start rolling cameras on evil tacos and then Absolutely. I was talking to uh, Stephen Piercy from Rat, and I, I told him, I said, dude, I want to do a movie where a guy, I was thinking of myself in my van, like, because I travel across the country to go film his shows. And I was like, man, imagine if just like a big Rat fan, like, woke up, it's his whole time, it's his whole journey. He's in, you know, wherever, uh, Baltimore, whatever we can start, and, <laughs> and, and just crosses the freaking entire country and just... Just to go to the Whiskey A Go Go, which I have full rights to film at, and Stephen, when he plays next year, we'll we'll book it around that. But just crosses the country to go see his favorite singer from his favorite band at the Whiskey. He's always wanted to go to the this this cross country adventure, and every possible thing that could happen to him happens to him. Everything from being mugged by old ladies to being you know anal probed by aliens. Just it's ridiculous work of fiction but i i started thinking like dude i'm not the guy i'm not the guy to do this and then i saw you in just all the unfortunate events that you go through in both the hike and both uh more so in the hike just suffering and then you know when you got puked on or whatever it was in wjhc i was just like (laughs) no 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 this is a fucking vinny thing this is a vinny deal and we'll have that library of music to use from, you know, Rat and Stephen Piercy. And then we get the whiskey on there and we get Stephen himself on there. It's just, okay, this guy crosses the country to see Piercy and it has the worst trip ever, but, you know, eventually makes it and stuff. It's just, 
And then I'm like, okay, Vinny, that is, that's 2023 for me right there. That's, <laughs> that's, we got to do it. We have to do it. So I hope you're on board with that. Everyone else is. Oh yeah. I, I, that's, and that is a, you know, that's a big and funky type movie. You know, there's always like this weird tonal change, uh, that, that I like doing in movies to kind of, I, I always like being, I always kind of like jerking people around like, Oh, the movie's this, Oh wait, it's this, you know, I, I kind of, that's kind of what I like to do. And, and, uh, that sounds like a perfect, you know, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of fun. Plus traveling, you know, the way you, you framed it to me is we'll take about a week or 10 days or something. And we'll just drive. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I mean, we'll do it all across like the country, city by city. It'll be a nationwide shoot and it'll be fun. It'll be fun as hell too. I mean, it'll oh, be, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you get to go eat everywhere and all that crap. It sounds great. I, I really am so excited about it. Even Steven's excited about it. He's he's like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Let's do it, you know. And I'm, uh, I mean, all the pieces are there, dude. All we have to do is just put them together, and it would be an easy, like you said, and fun shoot. So, anyway, this I gotta is grow my hair out. <laughs> you could do whatever you want, man. You could just be freaking Vinny. That's all I care about. But. uh oh. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just wanted to put over your movies and uh, talk about some of the future projects. You're going to be here in June for 18th, 19th for the Super Ultra Mega Con. I need you. I want you. And uh, we're going to push everything that we're doing. And uh, damn, dude, there's so much cool stuff happening this year, next year. And I'm proud of you guys. I really am, man. That movie, WJH, I was proud of you with Wrestling with Ghost. Then you came out with the hike. I'm like, God damn, he's on Amazon and stuff. That's awesome. It's hard to get on there nowadays. And then uh, WJH, he's just next top level, dude. Top shelf freaking movie that it's hokey, it's ridiculous, but overall it's just funny as hell. Then you got this underlying freaking theme of it. and It's just so damn well done. And I can't wait to work with you on these next two movies over the next couple of years. More wrestling with ghosts, more Psy TV stuff, dude. Comic-Con, blah, 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 dude. It's, you're in my DNA now and you, you, you can't get out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I'm with you all on that. I don't know about the fusing of the DNAs, but uh, and we'll have you. We're doing a movie. I don't know how much time you you got, but I, we've got a a movie we're shooting um, at the end of next or at the end of this year. We've got one that we're going to do before Evil Tacos, and then one at the end of the year. It's going to be a it's going to be a comedy. It's a horror. It's a sci-fi. Camp Smokey thing. But, but, no, nope, oh, it's the computer is, one. Yeah, it's computer generated movie. I'm going to have you in that one. So, uh, yeah, give me a little cameo, be, dude. I'll you, you will be you will be jerk off you in the will background. Be in and uh, that movie's going to be freaking fire. I'm excited, dude. I really, I was joking about not being able to top this one. I'm, I'm sure whatever's next will be uh, almost as good. I it this that's we're taking a little bit longer to release this. Like, I don't want to get too. <sighs> We could release it to Amazon Prime tomorrow. It could be up in about six weeks. Um, we're actually releasing the DVD stuff now. It should be at Walmart.com, Amazon, Dollar General, Best Buy, all that crap. For people that still buy DVDs and Blu-rays, it'll be there within weeks. Um, and the hike, too, which we're real excited about that. But, uh, you know, everybody everybody on the inside has seen this movie has been like, dude, this is a special movie. So they, they want to get it to all of the countries they want to be able to have it uh, where people can somehow translate 
this janky, weird Appalachian slash inner city Baltimore jive talk uh, <laughs> script into Hindi and, and South Korean and stuff. But uh, they want it all over the world. They think it's going to do well. And they think it, if it gets a momentum that people will be like, dude, this is a freaking this is a freaking interesting movie. I, there's not and the other thing about it too that I'd like to just put out there. I just think it's better than what we were capable of doing. Uh, there's like six character arcs that arced perfectly. There's a lot of callbacks, which we try to do those, but there were some that were unintentional. We were like, damn, that was cooler than uh, we forgot about that. It's still in there. But the thing that's really uh, neat about this too is I think it has the vibe of what's going on in the world. Like he, everybody in this movie is talking about the end of the world. I think we all kind of have this dread, this existential dread right now. And I think this thing is something that kind of hopefully will soothe or put at ease at least some of the fears and some of the people. And, and if not, it, it's just funny to laugh at. Well, I've watched the link you've given me three times. I'm not making that up either. Um, I, I wasn't going to tell you that because that's a little bit of fanboyish on my part. Uh <laughs> And I've already requested a movie poster. Yeah, it, it, I've already bought your T-shirts. D- dude, I am a fanboy. Holy crap. <laughs> I didn't even realize it until like right now, dude. Uh, but seriously, we got so much. Co- we, we've been, you know, mulling around in the, the ponds of mediocrity for too goddamn long. I'm tired of it. I know you're tired of it. We're all tired of it. Sure. And I think this year and next year, I know it's symbolic only to put, you know, our our lives into calendar dates but i i truly believe in this next calendar year and the one after that it's our time man you know what i mean and if it's not our time we're we're climbing that freaking ladder in into the whatever promised land you, you we were trying to get to i truly believe that because so many things are just going right and so many things are just good I mean, if you look at Inter- if you look at Inter- a TV when we launched when 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 I first talked to you, if you look at a TV back then, it was hot garbage. Okay, it was a dumpster full of hot garbage, and then you throw a Molotov cocktail in there, and it just a dumpster fire. It was terrible, and so and compared to what it is now, <laughs> and I'm sure you look at the old wrestling with ghost episodes and be like, oh god, you know, it's just things are you know we're progressing we're elevating we're it's it's wonderful it's really cool to see and it's really cool to have like this kind of a conversation where it's like we can look back and say look how far we've come but we can look towards the next just couple years in front of us and say wow look how far we're about to go it's really cool so thank you for answering your phone and letting me sabotage you and uh here's to uh everything that's coming Hey man, it, I can't wait. This this year uh, is is exciting. There's a lot of good energy, and there's a lot of people excited about when people who aren't your friends are on the outside saying all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, it's exciting. You just you just hope we can. The, the whole thing is just entertaining people. We want we want people. We want to entertain people. I'm an entertainer. I want people to laugh and enjoy what I come up with and what Luke comes up with. And, and uh, hopefully more and more people can enjoy the craziness that we uh, churn out. We have to succeed, dude. We can't do anything else. <laughs> no, that's right. Just, we're we're both institutionalized seen. ourselves, and we, we can't go. I can't be a greeter at Walmart. I can't go work for Ford's Motor Company. I don't care how much they pay me. I can't do it. I can't flip fries, waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. I, I can't fr- I can't I can't do it. And I know Vinny's not gonna go, you know, stuff boxes at Amazon. It's not gonna freaking happen. 
I mean, no. no matter what necessity arises and, you know, if I got to flip burgers to feed my kid, you know what? Screw that. He's almost old enough to flip burgers and damn self, you know, go, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I have to do what I'm doing and all these comic cons and events and the network. I have to, you have to do what you're doing with all the shows and movies and son of a bitch. We're stuck. So we might as well have a good time. We only get 80 years to play. So we might as well, uh, make them Fuck freaking yeah, worth it. Fucking yeah, fuck yeah! I'd rather do. I, I me and Luke right now uh, having the time of our lives, man. It's just been great. That's awesome, dude. I mean, cherish that man. I hope he cherishes you yeah. back because I'm lonely and I need me a big Luke. <laughs> Move to Tennessee, have the whole gang. We've got furries oh. and magicians and fucking bass players, guitar <laughs> players, and drag queens. I'd, I'd, be a, I'd be such a third wheel. I mean, but, 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 but Vinny, I thought we were going out to lunch no. today. Well, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be right in there, baby. All right, man. I want to let you get back to what you're doing because I know you're doing. Uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. Love you. Talk. And uh, holy shit, dude. I'm ready. Yeah, me too, man. Sounds good. Let's go. Bye. That was the Vin man. Holy crap. I love that guy. I do. I really do, man. It's, I don't have any friends. I'm, I'm not going to say I don't have any friends. I mean, well, shit, my neighbor that I loved, I live in an apartment because why would I have a house? I'm always on the road. It's just me and my cat, my kid half time. I've explained this. I love my little man cave apartment. It's like a museum to everything I've done and doing, but I hate having neighbors. And I had a guy move in next door named Kenny. And he was always on the road as a truck driver or whatever. But when he's home, just the sweetest, nicest guy, always bringing me, me and the kid gifts and stuff, you know, candy, whatever. And son of a bitch. He's only been here for a few months, and he's already moving out because of some issue he had, family-related stuff. And I'm pissed off about it because I know there's going to be some ghetto piece of garbage that's just – bumping music and screaming and hollering and smoking to where I can smell it. And just, I, I am so afraid of that. Like I'm literally ready to move into my van right now. I just, I can't have that over there. I just can't give me like, like a beautiful woman. Yeah. That just loves me or something. I don't, don't give me that. Actually, that'd be a pain in the ass. Give me a nice old lady. We can cook with each other. Like, do you have a cup of milk? Like, yes, I do. Here you go. You know, I, I give me that, please. Don't give me what I have on the other side. Like, just don't, uh, uh I'm so pissed that he's leaving, but I, I have other, you know, I, I don't have a lot of friends here. I really don't. They're all, they're all scattered around the country and I don't make a valiant effort to uh, make friends here by any means. Oh, my Amazon delivery of 72 green mountain caramel vanilla cream cups, Keurig cups are going to be here any minute. It's only five stops away. My mom just texted me that because she's the one who ordered them for me. Cause she's awesome. Yay. I'm getting text message after text message, and I'm going to answer them while I'm talking to you. Isn't that rude? All right. It's business, baby. You gotta, you can't take a break. I have been emailing people for the Super Ultra Megacon all day and all of the night for the last month. Uh, mega stars, YouTubers, rock and roll stars, wrestling personalities, just... Not to mention that, but just uh, all the stuff that'll be going on. I'm trying to book a karate tournament in the vein of like Cobra Kai. 
or Karate Kid, whatever. I think th- these days with the success of that show, that would be so much fun to just have like all the dojos in town, like have a karate tournament at my Comic-Con. We're going to have live music. We're going to have movie screenings. We're going to have uh, burlesque dancing. We're going to have uh, just all these awesome things. Kilroy's is going to be there. Hell Scream setting up a whole haunted house in there. This is going to be a really fun, different of course, we'll do panels. Like most of the Comic-Cons you go to, it's a freaking mall. That's all it is. You just go there, oh, look at all this stuff to buy. Oh, there's that guy over there. Let's go pay for his autograph. That's normally what it is. We're going to have those aspects, absolutely. But it's going to be so interactive with so many more live events and just bands and just, ah! I'm so, <laughs> so freaking excited about it. I'm so excited to get it over with, make some money, pay off everything I need to pay off, and then, uh, yeah, move on to the next one. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I really am. But, oh, my God, it's already been an hour and eight minutes already. On the, I try to keep it around an hour now. I know for a while there I was going like two, three hours with these things, which is absolutely stupid. Nobody's listening to that. We get a good listenership. Thank you for doing that. Uh, like, subscribe, whatever you do to a podcast. Share it with your friends. Say, hey, this guy Brandon has a good podcast. I like it. It's different than the other stuff. I was going to make another phone call. Who should I call? I mean, I don't want to do another 20, 30-minute phone call. I just want to talk to somebody. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I should call my neighbor that just moved out and cuss at him. Here's his number here. That's ah, all right. I think I'll let you go for the week. I'm, uh, I have a lot of stuff here at the house that I need to do. Oh, crap. It's supposed to be like two feet of snow in Colorado Springs over the next couple days. Like, it's not okay. Uh, Thankfully, I don't have any place to go whatsoever, which is going to give me cabin fever. It's going to make me... I'm supposed to leave on in a few days, head to Vegas. I'm not supposed to. I am leaving in a few days. Head down to Vegas, meet up with Piercy again, drive to Los Angeles to film at the Whiskey and the Sunset Strip, uh, which I just talked about for the movie. Dude, I'm uh, excited about that trip. I really am. Then I'm going to head to Phoenix. We're going to film at the Goldfield uh, Ghost Town and see some friends and family down there. I kind of just did the same trip. I'm just going to do it backwards this time. I'm excited. I really am. I'm going to hit Omega Mart, uh, Meow Wolf in Vegas. I'm going to hit the Pinball Museum. There's so much stuff going on. I can't wait just to get there and... uh, I love van life. I really do. If, you, if you've never experienced van life, it's basically camping in awesome places, but the tent is a Dodge Caravan. I got a bed back there. I got a fridge, running water, stoves, oven, uh, jackery power everywhere. I got a couple of those. And I just Anything I've ever needed in life is inside this van, and I love it, and I miss not sleeping in the van. I really do. Uh, it's weird. I'll be in my apartment surrounded by, you know, comfort and fun stuff and my cat and everything, and I'll be like, damn, I wish I was on the road. And then again, when I'm on the road for eight or nine days, and I'm like, damn, I wish I was at home on my couch <laughs> with my cat. Ugh. But anyways, this has been the Brandon Bishop Podcast. I am Brandon Bishop. Thank you. Uh, check out the Asai TV Life on YouTube. It's on the Asai TV uh, YouTube page. Every two times a week, Monday and Friday, I give you new uh, episodes, glimpses into what it's like to run and operate the stress, the ups and downs of a Psy TV running that son of a bitch, not to mention the Super Ultra Megacon and everything else in between. Oh, man. 
my whole life is on there. And I'm not putting it on there because it's like, oh, look at me, like and subscribe, look at me. I just want you to look at me. No, I, I got enough people looking at me. I'm okay with that. This is documenting this very, very special, amazing time in my life and uh, everyone who's attached to it. So it's uh, it means a lot to me to put these out there. And if you like them, you like them. If you don't watch them, you don't watch them, whatever. It's not for your, you know, it's not for that purpose. It's, I have TV shows, get us TV, and that's where I'm going next. Because the, the YouTube page is a doormat to the actual network. Get Asai TV now. Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, AsaiTV.com, A-S-Y-TV.com. And yeah, man, five bucks a month. That's all it is. Hundreds of hours of ad-free, all-original television programming. I love it. It's my life's work, people. Okay? If you're listening to this podcast, if you've hung out with me for an hour and 12 minutes at this point... Maybe you're invested in your friend Brandon enough just to check it out and give us your support because we don't have that Netflix money. We don't have that Hulu money. We don't have that Amazon Prime money. We don't have all the plus, plus, max, max money, okay? We have a side TV money, which is a lot less than that, and we need your help to grow, 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 and kick the ceiling off this streaming television. We want to be in the conversation for streaming television, and it all results, and it all revolves around you subscribing. So please do. Five bucks a month, 17 cents a day, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, which I did buy this morning because I ran out of freaking Keurig cups, but my mom came to the rescue, and I'm going to call my mom right now because I call her every single day. And if you haven't talked to your mom yet today, you know what to do. Pick up the phone. Love you guys. Be awesome to each other. Party on, dude. Bye.